Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 14. It is Monday, December 2nd, 2019. I am your host, Scott Gumbar, and this is the first Monday episode. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right, let's get into it on this fine Monday morning, blustery, cold, snowy, rainy day in Connecticut. Uh, how's the weather where you are? Anyway, so today's news. Um, first up in the uh, we already knew this category. Thanks for sharing. Great news. The FBI warns about smart TVs over the holiday weekend about how smart TVs can be compromised and threat actors can watch and or listen to what you're doing. Um so nothing new there, but now the FBI has, has issued warnings. The irony is that the CIA is one of those groups that created malware for smart TVs. So I don't anticipate anybody really caring too much. But if you do care, you know, I, pr- I actually use just smart devices, Roku's and um, Fire Sticks. The Google Chromecast has been compromised recently, so you may want to avoid that if you can. But uh, Roku's Fire Sticks seem to be the safe bet Apple TVs. Um, In other news, on Naked Security by Sophos, Netflix account freeze. So what we're finding is, uh, what they have found is that um, a couple of things. There's emails going around um, that warn Netflix users that their accounts are being frozen due to a past due invoice. Um, This is fake, of course. Uh, Netflix will send an email saying there's a problem with your account and if you do have a problem with your account you should log in manually by going to netflix.com don't click any links in an email um, from anyone if they're not solicited so (coughs) it is a phishing scam that's going around at the moment and another netflix news that i don't remember where i saw it but um um Deactivated accounts are being reactivated by in some cases, and the end user is not aware of that. And Netflix is billing them for usage, then and they're not even using it. So someone somewhere else in the world is using their Netflix account, potentially uh, charging their their credit card or debit card, and having free will of Netflix. Um, you know, we saw that I talked about Disney Plus a couple of weeks ago that uh, you know some Disney Plus accounts were being compromised and then locked out. So if this is the case for Netflix, then you're experiencing the same issue. The account's going to get locked out. You're going to have to deal with your bank at that point. Um, now, Netflix does have multi-factor authentication. So if you have Netflix, I would go set that up immediately. Magento Marketplace, this is on the hackernews.com. Magento Marketplace suffers data breach exposing users' account info. So Magento Marketplace, um, if you have ever registered an account with the official Magento Marketplace to to buy or sell any extensions, plugins, or e-commerce website themes, you must change your password immediately. Adobe, the company owning Magento, the e-commerce platform today, disclosed a new data breach incident that exposed account information of Magento Marketplace users to an unknown group of hackers or individuals. According to the company, the hacker exploited an undisclosed vulnerability in its marketplace website that allowed him to gain unauthorized third-party access to the database of registered users, both customers 
buyers and as well as developers, developers, sellers. Um, leaked database includes usernames, email addresses, mage ID, billing and shipping address information, and some limited commercial information. So email, usernames, uh, it doesn't say password here. Um, so while Adobe didn't reveal or might not know when the Magento Marketplace was compromised, the company did confirm that its security team had discovered the breach last week on November 21st. So if you have an account on Magento Marketplace, you're going to want to go on and change your account information immediately. Uh, Europol, this is also on the Hacker News, Europol has shut down a... Um, shuts down imminent monitor rat operations with 13 arrests. So they have been, uh, and there's a big, this site has been taken down by Australian Federal Police. In a coordinated international law enforcement operation, Europol today announced that to, that they shut down the global organized cybercrime network behind imminent monitor rat. Yet another hacking tool that allows cybercriminals to gain complete control over a victim's computer remotely. The operation targeted both buyers and sellers of the IM RAT, which was sold to more than 14,500 buyers and used against tens of thousands of victims across 124 countries. So that has been shut down. If you have bought IM RAT, then the Europol now has your information. Uh, a couple, a couple uh, not notifications here. Well, one from CISA. So there is a caller or a group of callers, I should say, posing as a CISA rep in an extortion camp scam. Sorry, this is coming from the CISA website. Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency is aware of a phone scam where a caller pretends to be a CISA representative. The scammer claims to have knowledge of their potential victims' questionable behavior and attempts to extort money. If you receive a threatening call from some, someone claiming to be a CISA representative, CISA recommends the following actions. Do not respond or try to contact the caller. Do not pay the caller. Contact your local FBI field office to file a report. Now, this is uh, kind of a carryover from emails that were going out. There was phishing emails going out warning people that they're aware of their activities and they even have screenshots or videos of them doing um, questionable activities on the Internet. So th that is also phishing. I've, uh, some of my clients have seen this email or it's been reported to me directly through our phishing software. Uh, so just, uh, you know, if you get this phone call, ignore it. It's similar to the IRS scams and the Social Security scams, you know, calling, telling you that you're, you owe the IRS and they're going to free your account. They're going to freeze your accounts or calling and telling you there's, social, there's an issue with your Social Security card, um, your Social Security number. So don't respond to them. Report it to local FBI. And then finally, um, I this happened Wednesday of last week, but I did not noticed it until um, over the weekend. So from Bleeping Computer, ransomware locks medical records at Great Plains Health. So Great Plains Health, and, and this actually has uh, a somewhat positive spin on it. So we'll get to that in a moment. So Great Plains Health Medical Center is recovering from a ransomware incident that hit its computer network at the beginning of the week and forced switching to pen and paper to maintain activity. The attack was detected on Monday, which was a week ago, around 7 p.m., and the IT department worked through the night to reduce the impact on local health services. Patient data likely safe. On Tuesday, GP Health announced that it was canceling a large number of non-emergent 
patient appointments and procedures. This decision does not affect surgeries and select imaging procedures, which continued as planned. Mel McNee of GP Health CEO says there is no reason to suspect that patient data was accessed, but the organization will do a full audit nonetheless. Ransomware encrypts files on affected systems and is not typically associated with data theft, which is not exactly true these days. However, a new trend is prefiguring where data is stolen before being encrypted by malware. As we talked about last week, there are some cases now where the data is being stolen and before encrypted and the end users, the company being attacked is being told, if you don't pay up, we're going to release that data. The group behind Maze Ransomware carried out such an attack and threatened the victim company that they would leak the stolen data unless they paid 300 Bitcoin, which is, was approximately $2.3 million at the time for the decryption key. That, uh, I believe Bitcoin has gone down, so that may have changed. And I believe the, the re ransom request has gone up, though. When the company refused to pay the ransom, Maze operators kept their word and published a cash. Yes, so this is the same case I talked about. 700 megs worth of data, worth of files. So they um so back and forth and I believe the ransom request has gone up to something like three point seven million for that maze attack. This is GP Health, so it's not related. A statement on Facebook from GP Health informs that there is no reason to believe that patient information was accessed during the attack on their systems. The facility also says that it is cooperating with law enforcement during the investigation. At this moment it is unclear what ransom strain was used in the attack or if the ransom was paid to restore encrypted data. The same post announces that Center was in normal health systems operations. In an update today, the organiza organization says that it is working on phone issues. So it sounds like if they have VoIP, some type of VoIP service, their phone issues may have been compromised as well. Um, it's a health center, meaning their phones need to be HIPAA compliant. And if they're not, then this could lead, I mean, chances are the OCR is going to investigate anyway. And if they find uh, HIPAA, uh, there's no HIPAA program in place, or if it's uh, you know loosely followed, then th that could lead to some serious fines for Great Plains Health. Hopefully, this works out for them. Sounds like they're running at near near 100% um, at this point. But um, another ransomware attack on another healthcare system. So, not to be taken lightly, folks. Th th the the need for proactive measures and um, responsive reaction to these types of things then it needs to it needs to be in place at every healthcare practice from one patient I just worked with a one patient um, psychiatrist last two weeks ago uh, setting him up getting him all squared away on HIPAA and having the right res the right tools in place in the event of a ransomware attack so there's prevention, there's education, and then there's mitigation. So those things need to be in place. And if they're not in place, you're going to you're going to pay the the consequences at the end of the day. That's going to do it for the Monday episode of Cybersecurity Daily. I will be back on the air, back on the podcast, I should say, tomorrow morning. Until then, stay secure. <laughs>